0: Everybody. That's what I'm talking about, guys. We've made a great effort so far. Let's just keep it up. That's right. We can't have
1: anyone freak out out there, okay? We've got to keep our composure. We've gone too far. There's too much to lose. We've got to keep our
2: composure. Hey, hey, hey. Scutter, my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy. Hey. This session. We talked to touchdowns,
1: receptions, yeah. interceptions. Yeah. They got a band to kicker. we need that correction. Yeah. Talk my out.
2: We flexin', yeah. how many of y'all you collect, yeah. we trying to get that winning record, yeah. fantasy. Yeah! What up, we back, is we back. What it is, hope it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy Inception, of podcast. Today is December the 23rd. Uh, Merry yeah, Christmas to everybody out there. The boys are back in town as always. If you're listening to this on wherever you are listening to this at, make sure you subscribe to it there. Give us a like review. Uh be on the lookout for the, the pandies, the fantasy football, the first annual fantasy football, uh pandies uh-huh. show um brought to you by a couple of good fellas. Uh, what is that? I think it's December 29th. So next next Tuesday, you know, after after the championship week hand out all the pandies to all your favorite award uh your favorite football players and twitter personalities and such y'all ready for championship week dun, 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 yes sir
1: Yeah, you waited a little too long to say that bro like, i know i forgot no, it's, it's merry christmas but it's also championship week baby yeah, yeah, and the best true. christmas present that the fancy guys can give anybody is a championship so let's get it guys wow. let's go Damn. this is the week
2: uh, how, how, how many you in?
1: Too
2: excited, many, man, I don't right? care how you're many like, you, I don't yeah, care hey. how many you in.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm in uh, four. I'm in four. I uh, played in what 12 total leagues, so four out of 12. Not bad, could have been six, but you know, i mean? Is this what you count cal- count you cal- men-
2: your um, like the group leagues too.
1: No, 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 hmm. five if you count the group leagues. But you know, I could have been more. But I made a couple bad. Deci- well, I made a bad decision, man. Remember last week we talked about the Jalen Hurts versus Russell Wilson debate, mm-hmm. and you see that all over Twitter now too, man. Everybody's saying, "Damn, am I really going to start Jalen Hurts over Russell Wilson?" My mm-hmm. answer is hell, fucking yes. Start Jalen Hurts over Russell Wilsons. Definitely not. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to talk bad on him because he did do very good for mm-hmm. me this year. But you know, he he shit the bed when it counted.
2: He stopped and, but you
1: know, I'm I'm grateful. Like I said, when the great when the fantasy playoffs started, man, I would be grateful for whatever the fantasy gods bless me with. <laughs> Good game, Antonio. You got me, bro. Twice your year, man. Go and go and get some rings, bro.
2: Finally, uh, All <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Hey, 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 but you know what's what's really awesome this year, though, man. We really have a chance to for every single one of the session boys to be a champion. Of a home league, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we've all been chat. I feel like we all been champions in little side leagues and shit. But we all know that the home leagues, man, that should just hit harder, bro. Mm-hmm. So if I had to choose, man, it would be you know I want. I'm going. I'm pulling for Javari Marathon since since Antonio's in like two other championships. No. So you know he's what in I mean? session
2: championship, assistant takeover. Yeah, exactly. So
1: he's in, he's in. some. He's yeah. He had a great year. congratulations yeah. Congrats, exactly. to Antonio. Very man. well. I hope you don't shit the bed this week, bro. Because oh, all up? this hard work, that would even be even worse, bro. <laughs> if you get this part, don't win a ring, bro. But why are you? I am you pulling for year. you, bro. I, I really am, bro.
0: Oh, I'm trying to get it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Gay. I got the first um, pick in the rookie draft. So you ain't even to talking about that. Right
2: We're even talking about that, bro. Big up yourself, bro. Why you gotta come so on? If, man. If, if, if if
1: fantasy
0: guys don't like ugly, you, bro. If you listen, and now I'm trying to get the last pick. Of the rookie round draft with just the twelfth, so that mean I'm going for the ship. If you listen, goddamn! Man, I don't know. You, you, you kind of th- looked
1: at Gabe though after you said for, that though, it's,
0: for like, no you paused reason. Man, that's why he's gonna <laughs> lose. <laughs> I'm just throwing a little nice little jab.
2: Dalvin Cook got a bad matchup too. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you, man.
0: Little jab. That's all it was.
2: Dalvin Cook got yeah, a bad matchup. Have,
1: yeah, he does. But I mean, it's Dalvin Cook, bro. What are you gonna do? Uh-huh. You know I mean, and you
0: don't have Dalvin Cook. Bro, I yeah. mean, t- we talking about TMC. I got to um, worry about Jay. Jay. Uh, Jay. I got to worry about Monopoly. or 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 Geo Barnaby Bernard. Who to start between those two? Or Henderson. Yeah. Or Henderson. You know. I got
1: some pretty good options, man. I would. I would say it seems like y'all two have the rivalry with, within the fantasy session, boys, man. <laughs> you see, like y'all be at each other's neck <laughs> every week, bro. It all
0: <laughs> started when Gabe, like week one, he's what he said. Javar's team sucked. As soon as he did <laughs> he that, when Duh. His nah,
1: team I just went out here trading Jefferson and shit for Gaskin. It's just like all oh, bad from there. All right, right, right. No more, no yeah, all
2: right, no more, no more. All right, last one, last one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, let's get, into, uh, let's get a moment of silence out to all the father kings and queens first. You heard? Let's get that. And we back, and we back. Now let's get into some of the news and notes since the last time we potted championship news, baby.
0: This is the most excitement you're
2: gonna get, man. I'm in a championship too in the outside league. So let's get it, baby. Uh, Dolphins activated running back Miles Gaskins off of the COVID 19 list. Um, so he's active, he's able to play on are they playing Saturday or Sunday?
1: Sunday, I believe.
2: He's able to play on Sunday. Dang, Sunday's gonna suck. No football. Uh, it Panther, is football on Sunday. What do you mean? Know, but like not a lot. I hated it last Sunday how uh the four o'clock games was on like three of them. I hated that.
1: Well that's how it usually is, bro. Like it seemed like they kind of spoiled us a little bit this year by balance it out a little bit better. But for the most part, it seems like they they front load the one o'clock games and it's always mm-hmm. like three, four maybe games at four o'clock. I hate
2: that. Um Panthers coach ruled out um Christian McCaffrey so he will not play. Um Joe Mixon will miss a straight a ninth straight game. Why don't they just put him on the IR? It's weird. Uh Zegu Elliott was limited at, at practice today, but I'm pretty sure he's dying to get back on the field because everybody's thinking Tony Pollard is better than him. Um, he is better than him. Is he? I mean,
1: it's in just hot look thing, at whatever stats you hot want time. to look at, bro. Like Zeke has been propped up by volume this year, bro, and he still has not did anything close to what Pollard has done, bro. Force missed tackles, yards at the contact, elusive rating, bro, breakaway, bro. Like Pollard is shitting on him in every category you, you could really think of, bro. And the fact that he did it with this trash O line and with a backup quarterback and Zeke couldn't do that shit.
2: Just, I mean, I think he looks better running the ball. Exactly, Pollard
1: is legit, bro. I ain't saying Zeke is just a scrub now, but I mean, it's his, sixth, it's his sixth year of getting heavy volume, bro. Like eventually, bro, we all know how fast they clip this for running backs, bro, so.
2: Man, hopefully sell, sell, sell. Yep. Jaguars head coach Doug Marone say they'll – hold on. What do you think Zeke goes in Dynasty startups this offseason? Like, would you take him in the first round still?
1: No, not even close. Probably, like, around – He'll probably go – I feel like he'll go, like, in in super flex leagues, he'll probably go around
0: third, fourth, I want to say.
2: Is Um, that a steal if you get Zeke in the
0: third round? I mean, it's it's according on his performance the following year, but you know, we all thought Ty Gurley was a steal in third yeah, round last year, so. in the fifth, in the fifth. Oh yeah, fifth, so you know,
1: in Dynasty in though, he wasn't going in third in Dynasty. He was he was no, always no, going man. around that that fifth, sixth, seventh so, yeah. range. You know, we thought I mean? that was a
2: steal too, though. Thought he was going to be finished yeah. as a top ten running. It was back. not a steal. Sucks to be me.
1: Hey, yeah, you better be happy that Mixon <laughs> got injured, my guy. Because <laughs> we had a heated they made debate him a about back that backup.
2: They made him a backup. Wow. Jesus.
1: Well, you know you are washed when they say Edo Smith, a guy who's been averaging about four points the last three games, is the lead back. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Jaguars head coach Doug Marone say they'll arrest James Robinson in practice this week. Um, Doug Marone says he does feel he'll play against the Bears this Sunday. But uh, I don't know how do you feel about that. I guess we'll talk about it when we get to the game. Uh, Devontae Parker and Mike Jusecki limited to practice on Tuesday. Um, I think Jusecki plays. I don't think the Parker plays. Raheem Mostert's season is likely over with a high ankle sprain. Uh He looked good finally coming back last week, and then he went out um, around halftime.
1: Um, His season is pretty much over, bro. It sucks, man. It was one of those years for him, man, where he was just kind of bank really the whole offense, the whole team, if you think about it, because I think Bosa got injured too. But yeah, it's just been an injury-ridden year for them,
2: man. It sucks. Let me see. Do we got any other news and notes? Our Cam Akers is, has a high ankle sprain It will miss week 16, and Keenan Allen missed practice, what's today, Wednesday? So yesterday on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, but it's still early in the week, so we can expect him to be back out. Any better news? Any any other news? I believe that's it. Uh. So let's get into what the people are here for. Dun 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 dun. All right, for this we got Friday night football.
1: Christmas Day football, man. Let's get it. Christmas
2: Day football. Start off championship. Either opening a good present or a bad present. Uh, depending on. Who are you rooting for? Uh we got Minnesota at the New Orleans Saints. You got a line?
1: Minnesota seven-point underdogs, 51 and a half point over-under.
2: Kirk Cousins started off shaky last week. He had uh they had the, the Twitter clip of Justin Jefferson going around um where he was yelling at Kirk oh, yeah. Cousins for not making Thunder the throw. Ball, Kirk, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen what I've done this year, bro? He he ended the game uh, with a pretty decent game: twenty-four for thirty-five, two hundred and seventy-one yards, two touchdowns, and an interception, twenty-five rushing yards. Um, he's, now he's, he's had at least twenty points in four out of the last five games. Uh, New Orleans is giving up the six fewest points to the quarterbacks, averaging sixteen game, uh, sixteen points a game. I got him around QB two this week.
1: Yeah, he's a QB two for me. Also, have him right now pretty low. That, that's definitely going to change. I would probably put them around that uh 16, 15 mark around like mm-hmm. uh Stafford and Breeze. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, if you just like if that's who you've been riding for, with this whole time and there's nobody on the waiver wires, you feel comfortable starting him. Yeah. I would
1: But is it in a one QB league though? I would probably look elsewhere though, because the matchup is pretty bad.
2: In championship week though, the, the waiver wire probably pretty dry right now. Uh, probably Matt, not, Matt, really only, Matt really Ryan or like- Kirk Cousins.
1: I would go Cousins.
2: So I'm in a one QB league. I'm going to go to show you what's on my, my waiver right now. Yeah. It's, I mean, it
1: shouldn't be. I mean, cause really, you're only competing with two people or one other person unless you, you're But nobody's like dropping people. Yeah, I guess.
2: So Mariota is on the waiver. That's the, the highest waiver. Minshew, Andy Dalton, and CJ Bathard.
1: Yeah. That shit sounds like a fucking Super
2: fucking Cousins, draft. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody's i mean once they're out they're not dropping their players that would yeah, be lame yeah, so that's true. um so kirk cousins and matt ryan before we move on
1: i would I go I, I, I think matt ryan's a trap this week bro we'll talk about that a little later but i, I think he's a trap so i would go kirk cousins because this i mean uh i mean they're both high over unders both heavy favorites I, I don't know. I just, I mean, he had a good game. Matt Ryan had a good game last week, but I, I don't know. I just feel like it's a trap. We'll talk about it, though. But I'm choosing cousins.
2: How do you feel, Javar? I like Maddie. Um, homer Dav- pick, homer pick. <laughs> Dalvin Cook, um, New Orleans is the. 16th in fantasy points allowed to the running back position last week the bears who have allowed the 10th fewest points dalvin cook still seeing the volume to carry him to a 24 touches 132 yards and a touchdown five catches for 27 yards so that's great to see for dalvin cook um i did mention he had a bad matchup but like you said it's still dalvin cook um justin jefferson will be matched up against Marshawn Lattimore, who is having an up and down year graded at a 52 by pff giving up a 62% catch rate. Um, Justin Jefferson not having less than eight targets in the last four games and is the number 10 wide receiver in fantasy. I think you start him. Adam Thielen, man, he's pretty much just a red zone tight end at this point.
1: Pretty much. I think they're both starter worthy, though, with them being such heavy underdogs and uh, having an over-under of over 50. Like, they're not going to be able to just run the ball like they want to, so... With him already having, those, you know, that end zone production, like, you know, he's, he has a great shot at a touchdown every week with him leading the league in end zone targets. And them playing from behind, I think he he could be good for you this week. But wide receiver, I think
0: i play him as a wide receiver
1: too, though. Yep.
2: Uh,
0: I like it as a three just to be safe, but, yeah. Three?
2: Jesus. I mean, he has only had seven targets in the last two weeks. I think he had... Three targets last week, two to uh, four week before that. So he hasn't been getting targeted. And the touchdowns is really what's saving him from like yeah. blow, busting the game. Pause.
1: Yeah. Hey. sorry. I'm
2: not low, but you know. Irv Smith, four targets in a good matchup. Um, caught three of them for 37 yards. We, he disappointed. Uh, I know a lot of people put him in the DFS lineups. I did.
1: Yeah, i yeah. I was debating between him and Fant last week. I'm glad I went fant. It didn't help me, but you know. It didn't, didn't help. help
2: me. I could have got a ten thousand dollars by the way, Fant.
1: Exactly. But it's like if he's not just the only even what you know, Rudolph is out, he's not the only option out there. Like I think it's Conklin is the other tight end that they're rolling out. Mm-hmm. So even with him have you know, with Rudolph out, he's still splitting snaps at tight end, so I think next year was going to be the year for him, man. I, I'm not looking to start him this week.
2: On the other side of the ball, we got Drew Brees, 20 points in his first game back, 15 for 34, 234 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. It was an ugly-looking 20-point uh, game. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Minnesota defense has definitely been improving. Uh, they're now giving up the 13th fewest fantasy points to the quarterback position. I got Drew Brees uh, in a QB2 range, probably around the same range as I got Kirk Cousins. Uh probably a little higher than Kirk Cousins. Probably Drew Brees over Kirk.
1: Yeah, I would do that too. He's safer.
2: Yeah, I know what I know what Kirk Cousins look like if he just wants to stink it up for you. Exactly.
1: And that's the type of team that could rattle Kirk Cousins too. So. Exactly.
2: They could definitely put Kirk Cousins on the on his back a lot. Um, Alvin Kamara, 14 touches, 94 yards, and a touchdown last week with Breeze back. Um, Minnesota is giving up the 15th most fantasy points this year to the running back position. Minnesota is, however, allowing the ninth fewest receiving yards to running backs, and we know that's where uh Alvin Kamara wants to get a lot of his work at. And they've only allowed one passing touchdown or one receiving touchdown to the running backs all year. I still think he uh, gets enough volume to be a running back one.
1: Yeah, I was kind of a little – I was a little disappointed last week with Drew Brees coming back and only giving uh, Kamara six targets. I mean, that's good for any other running back, but we know Kamara, like, he's had 14 target games, 13 target games, 10 target games, so we need to get that up a little bit, uh, Drew Brees. May we start him, nonetheless.
2: For sure. Emmanuel Sanders, five targets last week with Michael Thomas out for 76 yards. He has a great matchup against Chris Jones, graded a 47 by PFF, and is giving up an 85% catch rate. You feel comfortable starting him as a wide receiver three this week?
1: Yep. Yeah, you could get away with starting him as a uh, wide receiver three. Um, Let's look at some other options, though. So him or Curtis Samuel. against Mm -hmm. Curtis Samuel is going against Washington. Him. I'll go with Samuel or Sanders, him or another receiver in that is uh Robbie Anderson.
2: Robbie Anderson got who the same team, Washington. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's a, that's pretty hard. I, I think the volume is I can get the guaranteed volume quote unquote is gonna be with Robbie, but I don't know since, since DJ been back.
1: He got uh, he he was third in line in targets last week. It was Samuel and then um, DJ Moore, and then Robbie.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, I, I feel a bit more. Uh, I think Emmanuel Sanders is more of the safer play, where Robbie Anderson is more of a a boomer bust. Lately, yeah. he hasn't been given all the target share, and Teddy Bridgewater has not looked good behind center for the Panthers as well so that's what goes into play into my answer so I go Emmanuel Sanders
2: thank you Dr. Javar, for your thorough yeah, analysis I would, I
0: would probably go Emmanuel also
2: <laughs> how do you feel about Jared Cook this week
1: I uh, don't like boom, Jared Cook
0: yeah, Boom a bust bro yeah
1: you, you need a touchdown so I mean if you're desperate you know that he's gonna have a chance to score a touchdown every week especially with Drew Brees being back but I'm looking for other options
2: um we got coming at the next game we got tampa bay at the detroit lions we got tom brady in the bounce back week like everybody seems to do against the falcons uh 390 yards two touchdowns how do you feel about them coming up against another cake matchup against the lions
1: well first i want to uh get a line tampa bay nine and a half point favorites 54 point over under
2: gee that's a lot of points who's gonna score all those points Tampa Bay. I was 54. I'm saying like that's, that's a lot of points. Uh, they expecting yeah, Detroit mean, but, to keep up with them enough to, to to for them to have to keep scoring like that.
1: I, I believe so. I like that under five last week against Tennessee.
2: A bad defense.
1: And then they put up, I mean Tampa of We're gonna talk about this, so all right, we'll, we'll get we, into we that. that but yeah, yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. So but, I'm I'm starting, I'm starting uh Tom Brady, of course. So. yeah, for sure. Great, great matchup top 12 option for me uh lions are allowing the second most points to the position over the last five games mm-hmm. and last week he had 23 but he could have had an even bigger game like he had two of his receivers like go down on the one yard line so definitely starting him as a top 12 option
2: Leonard for hey, out the end oh go on ahead
0: top, on top of that Carlos uh the Lions are pressuring the quarterback only 20 percent of their dropbacks and Tom Brady uh Least NFL in passing yards and ranked second in passing touchdown with 29 from a clean pocket. So brush should go off this weekend. That's a great stat.
2: Oh Leonard Fournette found the end zone twice off 17 touches. That's gonna kill my that's gonna kill my rankings because it came out late and I couldn't move him up fast enough. And like right as I clicked his name, it locked it.
0: Damn. But what was funny if, if you watch the game, they had Keyshawn Vaughn in at first, but he looked like trash on the on the first uh, couple yeah. of lines. opportunity dropped a
2: couple yeah. catches
0: and then and yeah and then he came back in so it's uh it's going to be something to look into to see if they give Keyshawn Vaughn some more burn I don't
2: think so yeah, Leonard think Fournette found the, the yeah, found the end zone off uh, twice last week off 17 touches against a pretty tough uh, Falcons defense Um, they, he only he only had six, 65 yards on the ground but I, I like him as almost like that borderline RB1 for me this week man
1: yeah, I agree. High-end RB2, you know, borderline RB1 maybe. Um, but, I mean, you know, he's going to get out of work. If they get to the goal line, you know, he's going to get the the carries there. And the Lions are allowing the six-most points to the position over their last five. So, great matchup, volume. That's everything you can ask for from your running back. Yep. Uh,
2: on to the wide receivers, man. It's been a pretty much a carousel out there. Not as, uh, not as, as sexy one as you would like it. With the wide receivers that they have. Uh Chris Godwin had eight targets in the last two weeks combined for 61 yards and only one <laughs> touchdown. Um, how do you feel about him this week? He has a good matchup against Justin Coleman.
0: It's it's yeah. kind of sh- shakeup, man, ever since uh ever since they came off the bye from week 14. Uh he's getting more plays on the field, but Antonio Brown is taking more advantage of the opportunity he's getting. <clears throat> and being more productive than Godwin at the moment there, you know, on the plus side, they're still running Godwin out there. He's running more routes, but it's just when Antonio Brown is, it seemed like he's getting targeted versus Godwin. So that is something to watch out for. I got to mess around a wide receiver. I hate to say it. Cause it's my guy, a wide receiver three with some upside. Cause it just seems like when Antonio Brown's in the game, uh, TV, TV, 12 is targeting him for some reason. Um, as far as Mike Eggwins, Mike Evans, you can fire him up as a wide receiver. Yeah, I, I like Mike him. Evans. Up and, up and down games, but he's maintained a 21% of the target share and average around 15.7 expected points per game. So Mike Evans, you fire it up. And uh, between Galvin and Brown, I'm just – I'm worried just a little bit. You know, they, they're going to get some production. At least a flex play for production, but it's who between those two who's going to get the touchdown that week? I wish I knew. Yeah, I feel like I feel
2: I like I. Like the same I way. Yeah, ahead. I feel like I had said something about AB going off last week. I feel like I felt it. If I didn't say it, I felt it in my bones.
1: I mean, he's yeah, one. I don't think you said it because you definitely said Higgins over AB and when uh bar you. Yeah, um, if I wasn't
2: on that, I just think like
1: of course like, I like I. I mean, he was, I had to, I was forced to play AB last week and he came through, but I was, I was pretty comfortable in it because I mean, they're going against Atlanta and we've seen receivers have like their best days against Atlanta. So that is good. And he also gets another good matchup this week. So I think I will go Evans. Cause he seems like he's the most consistent one since AB has joined them. Godwin is, it seems like, like Javar say, he's the one fighting with AB for production. And, um, Ab, I will go second, and then Godwin is is third. Man, it seems like he's being more propped up by touchdowns than anything.
2: So it could have a lot to do with that hand surgery. You know, what I'm saying dealing with that hand issue. That's true. That's true. He's got to, He just had a pretty much a surgery getting the stuff removed out of it. So,
1: but with all that being said, I, I still think they're all playable this week. Uh, with the Lions allowing the second most points to receivers over the last five games, so they all should be played. I believe.
2: It's a fact that Rooney. Uh, on to the Gronk. You know what I'm saying? How you feel about Gronk having two Gronk, I'm kind of worried tonight? about
1: this week, man. Um, he is third among end zone targets among receivers and tight ends, so he can save you with the touchdown any week. But I'm going to temper expectation and look elsewhere if possible because uh, not only has he been under double digits for the last two weeks, the Lions have been solid versus tight ends, allowing the six fewest points to the position over the last five games.
0: Good to know, good to know. Yeah, I was seeing
2: the same thing when I was looking up my Gronk, uh doing my Gronk uh deep dive too. Um it's not as it's not as a sure thing as it once was, you know. I mean the targets was there, he got seven, I think, last week, but I mean he's not converting them into what you want to see. I
1: think he only caught like two of them, or he yeah. caught three for 29 yards last week. Something crazy like that. So if um, you're not man. in a tight end premium, man, that's you can't do nothing with that. Nah,
2: Matt Stafford. Only one game over 17 points in the last four weeks, 17, 27, 14, and 15 is his last four weeks um, point total. How do you feel about Matt Stafford? I know you said you want to talk about that this week.
1: Yeah, I think he's a great streaming option, no matter the format. One QB league, I think you can look for him as a streamer. Tampa Bay has been solid all year, but they have been shaky lately. They're allowing the most points to the position over their last four games, and we just saw Matt Ryan light them up last week without Julio and we've seen Matt Ryan countless times struggle without Julio so I think a he's man. a great streaming option this week
2: oh that's a it's a like in championship week
1: I mean you look I mean you it's all a process brother. they. they we, we saw what Matt Ryan did against him and then over the last four games they're allowing the most points so as uh, the, over the course of the year if you look at that you know of course they look like a you know a shut down defense but, you know injuries happen, you know, and stuff happens along the year. So I think that four game, five game sample size is good to look at, also.
0: Yes, Gabe, I like him over Mullins. I like him over the guy in <laughs> Cincinnati. <laughs> I, I like him over Minshew. You know, I like him over Dwayne Haskins. So you know,
2: it's I'm talking about people like Jericho. Well, you
0: going? You going way down? Yeah, I'm talking. About I like, got him down yeah. at
2: 15
1: right now. So. Around that uh, Drew Brees, Tua, Tua, um, ranking, I got Tua at 17. So I would play him over those guys.
2: Yeah, I'm playing him over Tua. I still don't trust Tua. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Swift, second game back from injury, 19 touches, 82 yards, two touchdowns. Tampa Bay is the best Russian defense in the league, only giving up 77 yards per game on the ground. How do you feel about uh, DeAndre Swift?
1: Um, Yeah, you got to temper expectations, Um, but with him seeing 20 opportunities last week, so we, we pretty much talked about, like, if he's back to that pre-injury usage, man, he's pretty much matchup proof, so I think uh, you could roll him out as, like, an RB2, middling RB2.
2: Attacking Tampa Bay through the air is the way to win. Uh They are giving up the 10th most uh, receiving yards to running back, so that could be a way for DeAndre Swift to have a pretty uh, decent solid floor right there uh Marvin Jones another week with Kenny Galladay out and he shined 10 targets I mean 10 touch 10 catches 112 yards and a touchdown uh dominating the target share with double uh over double digits with over double digit double digit targets in the last in ev- in the last uh every game from week 10 except 2 so uh how do you feel about him I know you mentioned that uh, um the Tampa Bay defense is giving up a lot of yards.
1: Exactly. They're allowing, not only are they allowing all those points to quarterbacks, they're allowing the most points to receivers over the last four games. And like you said, he's been balling since Galladay has been out with injuries since week eight. You know, he started off slow, but it seems like he's coming along over the second half of the year, averaging 14.3 points per game since week eight and is the number six wide receiver in that span. So with it, you know, with the with the, you know, recent, shakiness of that defense and it being such a high over under and with him performing, I think he's a, almost a must start, man.
2: Yeah, I think so. Especially after last week. Exactly. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, the lowest targets he's seen since week 10 was uh, four last week, Tampa Bay is 10 in fantasy points allowed to tight ends allowing the ninth most touchdowns to the position with eight of them. Um, and they just allow Hayden hurts who hasn't made any noise in weeks to have a pretty decent game last week. So I think he has a bounce-back week and puts you back in that middle tight end one range. Agreed. Um, On to the next game. We got San Francisco at the Arizona Cardinals. We got a line?
1: It is. I do not have a line. Because I think uh, we didn't know if Mullins or Better was going to be the starter at the time when I was writing this. Let me check real quick. You go ahead
2: and start talking, though, if you want. Uh, CJ Beathard is going to be the starter, and I'm sitting him. Uh, (laughs) Arizona
1: minus 5, 48 and a half point over under.
2: Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. cleared off of injury uh, reports. Uh, Mostert is likely out. Uh, Well, he is going to be out for the rest of pretty much the season. Uh, 16 touches and 60 yards and a touchdown last week in relief for mustard um uh, arizona is 18th in fantasy points allowed to the running backs and giving up only 119 yards on the ground per game um uh, he's not used in the passing game a lot so that really limits his ceiling i got him pretty much as like a backhand running back to probably around like the um 24 25 ish uh so yes yeah, probably right there on that cuffs
0: uh, i can i can I, i'm still kind of worried because the last two weeks um the Cardinals have been playing great defense against the run and we've been stopping the run for the last two weeks. So, so i would kind of worry just a little bit. That's my only reason why I would have them in a, a running back three range. One, because the team is depleted. And, you know, two, because they're going up against a team who lately has been doing good against the run. So it's just something to watch out for.
2: I just know he's going to get the ball a lot because, you know, if San Francisco's not going to do nothing, they're going to run the ball and throw the Brandon in IU.
0: But if he's not – if they down by so much and he's not the receiving back, I'm kind of
2: worried about. Yeah, oh, That's true. Um, Well, I don't see their defense letting him get, like, blown out, blown out.
0: And I like him as know. a wide receiver. I like him as a running back three just to be safe because if he don't get a touchdown, then he's not going to be – Running back two range. He's gonna need a touchdown to they're reach.
2: using him on the red zone. He's getting the red zone to uh touches, so that's good. They took most of that out to give him the red zone touches.
0: It's just safer plays. Play him as a flex just to be safe.
2: Uh Brandon Ayuk, another monster target game last week. 13 targets, caught nine of them for 73 yards and a touchdown, getting all of those Debo work we wanted to see. Um the matchup is it doesn't really matter cuz they put him in so many different positions on the field man yeah but technically he'll be matched up most of the time against Drake Kirkpatrick since um Patrick Peterson doesn't really move sides of the field um he's graded a 52 by PFF i got him as a wide receiver 1 probably back in wide receiver 1
0: yeah i can dig it man um He's having 100 receiving yards or a touchdown in 9 out of 10 games since week 3. And 6, week 7, he's averaged 12.4 targets per game, like you said. So he's a must start each week from now until we until everybody's healthy next year and we see how they do. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's just another, like, great receiver from his class, man. Like, I get feel like he gets kind of pushed down the list a little bit just because of how good his class was, bro, but – he said "Man, he has been force fed the ball and they're going to put him in positions to succeed. So I currently have him down
0: as uh, the wide receiver 11.
2: Mm-hmm. George Kittle, if he plays, do you start him? Championship? Yeah,
0: I'm I'm kind of worried. I think he's going to be limited. They're not playing for anything. So, you know, you know how that goes. So I would be worried if he plays like everybody who played Kingdom Island last week. He played like a couple snaps and was gone. So I would definitely worry since it's championship week, and if you got somebody in there that you know are going to get your points, go. It's hard though because if he's playing and he plays ten plays and five of those are in the red zone, you won't all five of those to play. You know, it's hard. I just
1: don't see him being active if they're not going to. If he's not able to play, you know, the full game, I don't think he's going to be active. I don't think he wants to just come out there and be limited and be used in the red zone. And then we do have a. I mean, it's a small sample size and it was earlier in the year, but. When he missed like those two or three weeks and then he came back, like he had like 15 targets, caught off 15 of them for over 100 yards in the touchdown, man. So,
2: but he did I not mean, do that against uh, Arizona, who's the who's giving yeah. up the fifth fewest fantasy points to the tight end position. And they have Buddha Baker, uh, one of the best safeties in the league who guards tight ends. So, that is something also to be worried about, too.
1: If I have Baker, I mean, if I have Kittle, the only people I will want to start over him you know if you're you're sitting on riches if you have these options but it would be like kelsey waller and maybe mark andrews bro because he's been kind of coming on as of late but i mean besides that i'm playing kiddo in the championship game if if i'm if i have him, bro like that's just me personally bro i just know the upside that he has bro like it's, it's insane
0: i'm reading uh, before i do it i'm making sure i'm reading articles googling his name Seeing what the beat writers, what everybody is saying about him, they, they just like, Oh, he looks awesome, he looks great, look like they're gonna let him go. Then, yeah, but if they saying he's limited and limited, I'm kind of, you know, but
1: he, I, he, you know, he actually came back to practice last week, so mm. this is his second week of practicing. I mean, for my fantasy team's sake, I hope he doesn't play because I'm going against him in like a two point two point per catch tight end premium league, mm. bro. So, you know, what I mean, bro, like he literally has the ceiling of like 60 in that format, bro. So, um, you know, it is what it is. But, I, you know, if he's out there, I'm playing.
0: This is one of those things. This is your fantasy team. Whoever has Kittle, you just look up all the information, how you feel from the information, and how you feel what your team needs, uh, a player that's going to score a lot or just somebody's going to put up points. Then you figure out what you, you're going to play and put in. You know, it varies for every different team. So this is more of a personal thing. For whoever owns Kittle right now. So championship so who week who would you
1: who would you play? Like, would you play
0: TJ Hawkinson over him?
2: Oh yeah, probably.
0: Probably I just decided, like, get them safe eight points, bro.
2: No, the I don't know because I don't know if it can let me down, but I know TJ Hawkinson probably won't nine times out of ten.
0: I I would even think about Logan
2: Ryan, but I like Logan Ryan too.
1: There you go. I was just thinking, like, damn, bro, this dude Gabe ain't fucked up a name all episode. Which, oh, that are. was it? <laughs> Logan
0: Thomas, <laughs> bro. Uh, I was wondering. I was like, who the hell? Yeah, yeah. Thomas, I'm, start, I'm starting before him, bro. He's getting volume. Yeah, that volume. Y'all, that y'all volume.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I say that, and then Sunday, I'll probably be like, nah. Has
1: he been out that long that y'all forgot how dominant this guy is?
2: I haven't, but I also, if it was a championship weekend, like, you couldn't ruin, literally ruin. If I've been, if Logan thomas has been getting me you know what i'm saying a safe floor for these like last three weeks however i've been in the playoffs and then i say all right i'm gonna sit him and he comes out and give me another 10 12 point game then george Kittle comes out stinks it up give me a four point game and i lose by three i'm pissed
1: and then, on the, how about the flip side though how about if Kittle goes out there and puts up his usual 25 points and then your little streaming tight end that you picked up off of waivers? Goes back to normalcy and gets you nine points, bro. Like, you know, what I mean, it was,
2: like, it's only because I'm gonna go down the with my matchup, shooters, bro. too. The matchup, huh? too. The matchup, too.
1: Man, I don't care about the matchup with Kittle, though, bro. That dude is just a monster, man. He's a top two tight end when he's healthy.
2: What like, injury is he coming dude. off of, too? Foot fracture. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely not. I foot.
1: mean, he, yeah, it, 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 it is risky, man, but. I can't, I can't sit kiddo if he's fine, me personally. Like you said, it's a personal decision. If you can live with that, knowing that it's a very po- high possibility that kiddo can go out there and put up 20, 25 points, bro. If you could live with that, then, yeah, don't take the risk, bro. But if I have kiddo on my team, I'm not sitting him in the championship.
2: Mm. Uh, We got on the other side of the ball, we got Kyler Murray. Last week put up 400 yards, three touchdowns, a 43-point game. Uh, San Francisco is averaging only 16 fantasy points to the quarterback position, but fourth in rushing yards allowed to the quarterback position. Um, I got him as a QB one.
0: I can dig it, always.
2: Uh, Ken Drake in a tough matchup, he got 12 touches for 40 yards. Chase Edmond actually out snapped him. Into- and touched the ball 14 times with 66 yards in a touchdown. So we back to the we don't know what's going on in that backfield when we just well, thought Drake was taking over.
0: For for one, Drake did get hurt early in the game and went out for a couple snaps, so they could have shot things in that game. But beforehand, before Drake was healthy, he was taking control of at least the carries, not the um, receptions out the backfield, and the goal line touches too. So uh, if everything's a go and he's healthy – you can fire him up for a running back, too. He should get all his goal line touches and all the regular touches from the backfield and Edmonds, Edmonds go back to his receiving duties.
2: What team you got him on? <laughs> <Man>! <laughs> I mean, hey, that motherfucker, Javon said, yeah, he went out in the first quarter. He, Javon's not doing shit like that. You know, He, nah, got... I mean, he, don't, have, he don't have him, though. Not nah, but don't it's, it's,
0: it's true. <laughs> No, no, I don't have him in marathon, but it's true. Like the last couple of weeks, Drake has been getting all the touches, and and this week he got hurt early in the early in the game and went out. So that's the I'm only saying, one saying,
2: I know you would know that because you was watching it because that's your play. You probably googled his name.
0: No, nah, I've been watching, I've been watching the Cardinals. I got I, I own a lot of them on some of my teams. So I've been watching Do you watch weeks.
1: when DeAndre Hopkins went bonkers against you last
2: week.
0: And <laughs> 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 just looking at it like, is that 10 again? Damn, what is that, man! a
2: touchdown to end the game too. It's
0: so
1: crazy what what he does when you target him, bro. It's just insane. Like let's get up?
2: there. you know. Like we mentioned it last week. Um, uh, Let's first of all let's finish the Ken the running back conversation. Right. So
0: what you like him running back too? I like him as a running back too.
2: Back in now, man.
1: Yeah, I have him at twenty one right now.
2: So yeah. I think right, is pretty is right, pretty, pretty rough against the Russian anyway. So it's not like a, a great matchup anyway. So it's not like you Can Drake or Jeff Wilson. Keon Drake. Yeah, Drake. Uh, uh,
1: Drake at 21, Wilson at 23. Yeah. They're close.
0: I mean, I just I mean, I know I don't know. I think Chase gonna be, I mean, a little ran I think Chase is gonna be the guy next year. He, Drake's getting the goal line touches, but he can't move nobody, bro. It's like as soon as you put an arm on him, he stops. He, yeah. He's not falling for it, bro. He's not. I agree. Yeah.
2: DeAndre Hopkins, uh, like we mentioned last week, man. Uh, when he gets double-digit targets, he, it results in 18 plus point games. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's just simple math. It's not no, you don't get no easier than that. Oh, uh, he'll go up against uh, Akello Witherspoon, who who will be in coverage. it's uh, graded a seventy by PFF, uh, giving up a fifty-seven percent catch rate. But who cares? It's DeAndre Hopkins. Hopefully, Kyler Murray doesn't like look at that and be like, "Oh man, he's pretty. He's like graded high by PFF. I should probably not throw to DeAndre Hopkins."
1: Yo, that would be some sick shit if, if so. If a quarterback does that shit, bro, they'd be looking at PFF before they take the field, bro. I'm like, okay, so
2: <laughs> this guy's been pretty good, uh Hopkins. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> What's the best matchup on the field? <laughs> yeah, I might
1: not, you know, I might not go through you that much today, bro. Like, hey, boy, if you don't shut your ass up, give me the ball, bro. Yeah,
2: especially they—they're they, trying to win. They're still in it, right? I think sure, they're playing for yeah. like, uh, yeah, they're playing for like their spot, like in the in the in the wild card. Wild card, yeah. Uh, Eight six so, right now. So they're trying to win. Uh, so hopefully he throws the ball to DeAndre Hopkins at least eleven times, and he goes oh, off so. on all my constellation teams that I should be in <laughs> the championship with, but here we are uh dan Arnold three touchdowns in the last three weeks with uh a target high of five and 61 uh yards volume is the concern that you mentioned it last week carlos he has, has like two t- two catches and one touchdown like for 80 yards or one catch for three yards and you know what i'm saying it's just a bit yeah. so uh san francisco is giving up the second fewest points to the tight end position Um, how do you feel about him this week would you feel comfortable streaming him
1: I mean, it depends what my other options are. I um, have him down at like 24 right now. So, like, would you play him or Higby? Higby? Yeah. Okay, I will go Higby. Him or Jordan Aikens?
2: Who cares? Him? Aikens hard. got
1: six targets last week, six okay. the week before. So, he has steady, steady, steady volume.
0: I'm gonna go Aikins. He they they wire Aikens, to too. At that
2: point, I'm looking for upside and I'll go Arnold because I know he like he's looking for Arnold downfield. I mean he, they basically Arnold's get not getting downfield. Arnold's not getting like these small tight end, like you know, your your normal tight end, you know what I'm saying, 10-15 yard routes. He's going like 30, 40 yards, yeah, he's, he catches yards per
0: yards per catch,
1: 18 last mm-hmm. week, 13 and a half, week before, 30 and a half, seventeen.
0: Yeah. So yeah, they are talking him downfield. I am worried about is that is that just play calling or is that blown coverage that he's just getting no, it's happening
2: every week it has gotta they're be play covering, calling if it happens. They're covering they're covering DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, and Christian uh Kirk. And he's just running and he used to be a wide receiver in college. So they're using oh, nice. him like
1: that. Exactly. Put yourself in a defense position. Like you mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna shadow, you know, you gonna you know rotate coverage to Hopkins or you're gonna rotate coverage to somebody named Dan Arnold. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> I don't I don't blame him.
2: I think, I think he was like options. a wide receiver, like a division three t- uh Division three school or something like that. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Mm.
0: But uh I think fig- I think it's better options out there, or like a Jerry Cook or Dan Arnold.
2: Jerry uh, Dan Arnold. Okay.
0: I go That's cook. It's a nope. toss-up between the two. I wouldn't even care. You uh know?
2: Miami at the Las Vegas Raiders uh, line two and a,
1: uh Miami is two and a half point favorites, 47. And a half point
2: over under. I already mentioned I do not trust to do any of you guys trust to I, I do trust to
0: running back. I mean, quarterback two, I'm, I'm fine with. Um, as far as the quarter, I mean, quarterback two leagues, I'm fine with quarterback one leagues. You may have better options, should.
1: Yeah, you could find you most likely can find better options in one QB leagues, but I wouldn't be mad at it. Um, not only are the Raiders allowing the 11th most points to the position over the last five weeks Tua has been pretty solid in his last three games, averaging 21 points number nine quarterback in that span and the, the kicker for me is he's also chipped in three rushing touchdowns in that span, so we know that when you, they get to the goal line that he has a solid chance of scoring a touchdown so um with Miles we'll
2: Gaskins out too though
1: Yeah, he scored two last week and then the, uh, one the week before so, but I mean Ackerman Sa- got working the uh, goal line too. So I mean they trust him to, to run the ball down there. I just think that Tua's is getting a little more confident as the you know season goes on that he's mm-hmm. not scared to take off anymore. So yeah, I, I like, mean I would prefer him as a QB two in a super flex, but I wouldn't be mad at you for starting him in a one QB league if there's no other like if you're in a game situation and nothing's on a waiver wire then I wouldn't be mad at it.
0: I think no, I like I'm him
1: start better. Jalen Hurts. Well, oh cool. duh I got Hurts at, Hertz
2: like, over. five right now, bro. No, oh, I thought you were talking about just my team in general on that. No.
1: Uh, oh. No, nah, but I, you said it was nothing on the waiver wire over? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think I like Tua. I I, I like Tua over, like, a Stafford, probably. I, mm. I think him, him and Jared Goff by even on the scale.
1: Yeah, I have
2: a Tua at 17 and Stafford at 15 right now. Um, Miles Gaskins and Ahmad. Uh, Las Vegas third in fancy points, giving up to the running back position. Akmat performed great in the performance with Gaskins out. Um, Las Vegas is averaging twenty-two attempts rushing and seven targets total to the running back position. How do you know what you want to start or feel comfortable starting? Yeah,
0: uh, it's kind of hard when when Gaskins did return after an extended absence in Week thirteen. He was the clear workhorse, so. Just going off that, we you know we could assume that he would come back in and get his his normal role right because he was on there because of COVID. He wasn't injured anything, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm expecting he would come back in and gain. I think he had the
2: COVID though,
0: right? So he should come back and get his normal role. He wasn't you know nursing an injury, so if he's clear and good, I think he should be uh, good to go.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a dilemma. I feel like, but I mean. Right now I'm thinking that if he suits up, which is looking like he will, I think he's the workhorse, man, because I mean he's he's been the workhorse all year. And I met Ahmed was performing that first time when Gaskin was injured and when Gaskin's like Jamar said when he came back, he still got the workload. So it sucks, man, because I got Ahmed everywhere, man. But you know, I think Gaskin's I mean, I could I wouldn't be surprised if it's more of a split just because of Ahmed playing well like that. I mean he's like the first hundred yard rusher. For the Dolphins in like two years, I want to say. That's crazy. So, I mean, he has been performing, bro, but um, I think it's going to be Gaskins if he's out there.
2: They ain't did it against the Patriots. Yeah. He looked um, great out there, bro. Mm-hmm. Ravonta Parker, I don't think he plays. Uh, PFF didn't have him playing, so I don't think he plays either. Yeah, uh, I think he should be out. Lynn Bowden Jr., um, still can be played as a running back but he's mainly a wide receiver getting at least seven targets in the last two weeks he'll see Lamarcus Joyner joiner um graded a 51 and giving up a 71 catch rate in the slot um i think he provides a safe floor for you i think you can put him out there man he had 10 points last week why yep, th- receiver, th- receiver well depending on wide yeah i don't know if you want to like count as a wide receiver or whatever i think they a the a re- re- kind of yeah he's a he's a receiver though like he's
1: He's playing like pretty much all his slots out of the snap. So he's
2: a mm-hmm. receiver.
0: He playing all of his snaps out of the slot. You had to say he playing all of his slots out of the snap. Oops. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Might just say. Didn't
0: even he- notice it either. That's crazy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if he plays, I think he's a solid um, catching option. Kind of touched out in the last three games that he has played. And Las Vegas is giving up the third most fantasy points to the tight end position.
1: Must start. Yeah, he he's been rolling lately. He was I and mean, he was close to playing last week, so I'm definitely expecting him to suit up this week. And um, from weeks eleven through fourteen, he's the number t- three tight end. So starting to come together for him finally. Starting.
2: Mark, on the other side of the ball, we got Marcus Mariota, seventeen for twenty eight, two hundred and twenty six yards, a, t- a touchdown and an interception, nine rushes for eighty eight yards and a touchdown in his uh, relief. Duty for day, uh, day De, Derek David Derek Carr, uh, who pulled his going in like the first possession. It was, I think, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he looked this ready for the moment last week, man. How do you feel about him?
0: It's
1: hard uh, if he was starting, then yes. But mm-hmm. something I forgot to add to the news is that Derek Carr actually practiced in full on Wednesday today. That's crazy. So I mean, it's looking like he's going to play. So. Really, be, I, I, and I, I didn't know when I do my notes because I actually Me wrote either. up Mariota, but Me too. yeah, I mean, Carson would be
2: starter. <laughs> yeah. hey, like, Wait a second, now, <laughs> <together."> <laughs>
1: yeah, he probably dude, took dude. some. He probably took some of that Will Fuller medicine, bro, and uh, he's like, man, no, fuck this, bro. I can't <laughs> miss some <my> time.
2: Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you see how good Mariota look out there. He did, bro. Yeah, but
1: I think I would, I wouldn't want to start Car. I, I no. want to, I would want to start Mariota if he did start because of yeah. the Russian floor, but. Um, With the groin injury that he just suffered last year, I mean, he's not a mobile quarterback anyway, but he's definitely not going to be running, you know, Mm. injury groin.
2: I don't want to do nothing with my groin hurts. (laughs) Sorry, pal. Uh, Josh Jacobs, after the troll game, he came back with a 29-touch, 104-yard touchdown game. Um, Three of those were targets, I mean, or catches, whatever you want to call them. Uh Miami is allowing the four fewest fantasy points to the position and the 14th in rushing yards allowed to the uh, running back position. Um volume is pretty much what you should be dependent on. So of course you probably he's still about running back one range.
1: Yeah, you just hope they don't fall into a early deficit because he's still not using the passing game like that. Even though he should did y'all see that movie put on Dude last week like yeah. Thursday? Mm-hmm. He did. But God, bro, that shit was so clean.
2: He did him dirty. Did you see Najee Harris? Yeah, that dude. He's gonna be a monster. Can't wait till he joins the Falcons. Um, uh, that's pretty much. Oh, besides Darren Waller, that's pretty much all I want. That I got Uh, for them.
0: You can fire. You can fire Aguilar in there as like a a flex play. Maybe if you need some help. I mean, eight points ain't bad. But yeah, other than that, yeah,
1: I actually have him as a sit. Like you can, like you said, you can get away with him in a flex because I guess. He provides a decent floor if you just need a floor play, um, and he has been getting to um, volume two, averaging eight point six targets a game. But he does only have two double digit point games in that span, and um, he caught a touchdown in those two games. So that's what you're really looking for him that you know finishes like a wide receiver two. Yeah. Um, so and then he does get a matchup downgrade. Since his primary matchup would be against Xavier Howard, who is uh graded out as 87 and allowing a fifty one percent catch rate.
2: Yep.
0: The one Fiona hand all they need is one hand. Uh
2: on to the next game. We got the uh, Giants at the Baltimore Ravens. Uh Daniel Jones, I got him as a sit. He will be expected to play. Uh the coach said going forward, he's a starter.
1: Sit yeah, sit
2: him. No, Wayne, he Wayne Godwin saw the um the fewest snaps he's seen since week eight, and only got nine touches last week. Uh, Danny Dimes expected to be back; should take he should be expected to take some pressure off of him. So hopefully he'll get back into that um touches, uh, running back two touches volume
0: I'm, worth. Though so. I'm kind uh, worried, man. I think, I I think... running back
2: three, like probably.
0: I can dig it. Yeah, just just to be safe, I'm kind of worried Baltimore may get up a little bit, and that's all she wrote, bro.
1: It's like they're mad at him for not scoring touchdowns or some shit, bro. Because mm. his uh, his 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 usage has gone down every week since he didn't score a touchdown a week twelve, bro. Sixteen touches the next week, uh, twelve carries the next week after that, and then nine last week. So
2: that's also a correlation with Daniel Jones not playing too. That's yeah,
1: but the, but. In. If you watched that game last week, you saw a lot, and it was on primetime too. So you saw a lot of Alfred Morris and yeah, yeah. Deion Lewis, bro. Like it's just it's weird, bro. Like, why do they why are you giving Alfred Morris all these touches, bro?
0: Definitely something to worry about going into championship week. Um, the wide receivers,
2: even with Daniel Jones back, they um on the season, they've been nothing but wide receiver fours.
1: Yeah, they're sits.
2: Uh Evan Ingram saw seven targets last week. Baltimore averaging um, seven, giving up seven targets and 52 yards to the position per game. I like uh, Evan Ingram this week as tight end one. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have him. Go ahead, Javar.
0: No, nah, I was just going to say, I mean, you know how the tight end is. If you got one against some type of volume, start him. Mm. Yeah, I got him down as 11. 11 uh, tight end this week. Well,
2: On the other side of the ball, we got the Giants allowing 252 yards through the air, um, a game, only 101 rushing yards A game. So he will probably be forced to throw the ball. And I don't like if he's forced to throw the ball. Um, Fifth in rushing yards allowed to the QBs and they've played. I mean, yeah, fifth in fewest rushing yards allowed to the QB and they played Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson already this year. So I got a tempered expectation tag on Lamar Jackson this week. Um, still probably that back in QB one range, but I would not be surprised if he snuck out of it.
0: I feel comfortable starting him. Uh, yeah, especially so. lately.
1: he's He's been 20, 27 points, 35, 30 last three weeks. Seems like he's starting to you know find his groove, bro. I got him down ball, at uh,
2: number four right now. Nah, definitely not that high. Um, JK Dobbins. What did Baker do? Didn't
0: Baker put up like 20 points on him last week? Baker, yeah. Baker been baking everywhere. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying I,
2: they, they're not going... He's. They have a rough passing defense and a rough – well, not a rough passing defense, but a rough rushing defense. And so he's going to have to put the ball in the air.
0: I mean, but the thing is, however – they're going to score, right? And however they're going to score, you best – Not
2: guaranteed, though. Not guaranteed.
0: Lamar Jackson going to be in the middle of it. If they score on the ground, he's going to be in the middle of that somehow. If they throw it in the air, of course he's in the middle of that. So I I think he's just locked and loaded, bro. He's going to score. How
2: many passing touchdowns has he had over the last four weeks?
0: Last four weeks,
1: he mm-hmm. has four six. Was that? I guess that's okay. Not bad at all. Huh? <laughs> he's, really? he's been doing good lately, bro. Yeah.
0: He didn't play against uh, Pittsburgh one of those weeks. Yes, yeah, so if you count his like, actually last four games, it's seven. Then, mm. All right. with Let's four a- rushing touchdowns. So you starting that guy.
2: I'm not saying not starting him. I just don't have him as high as top five this week, as far as
0: ranking-wise.
2: I got you. <clears throat> J-
0: Lopsided, so.
2: J.K. Dobbins, four straight double-digit scoring games and leading the backfield in snaps all four of the games. Uh, he's a top 30 running back during that span uh, with 22 red zone targets. I mean, red zone carries in that span. How do you feel about J.K. Dobbins? Mm-hmm. I think I got him at like an RB2 this week.
1: Yep, high in RB2, especially with uh Ingram just not being used at all anymore. It's just a two man backfield now. So
2: you yep. feel comfortable starting Gus Edwards too? Yeah,
0: with the because I believe they're gonna be up a lot. I like him as a flex play. You know, that's a, he should get you around seven, eight points. That's his floor. So his his ceiling is a little bit higher to 15 if he can get in the touchdown. But if mm-hmm. you're in a pinch, I like him as a flex play running back
1: three. yeah i got him down at uh 30 running back 33 right now so yeah you can you can start him
2: What was the over under for this game again
1: uh baltimore is 11 point favorites 45 point over under
2: that's what i'm saying it's gonna be a low scoring game i see because uh, they it's gonna be a defensive struggle
1: i got him down as 11 point favorites
0: so um, it's gonna yeah. be giants gonna score seven but, and the ravens gonna score the rest I don't know about that. (laughs) Hollywood
2: Brown uh, continued his playable uh, streak last week with two big catches, averaging 14 points. Um, Three touchdowns in that span since week 12. He will be matched up against James Bradbury, however, who is the sixth highest graded uh, corner, according to PFF, this year. Uh, I got him as probably like a wide receiver four, but upside again. My wide wide receiver three.
0: I can dig it. If you've been starting him in the flex the last couple of weeks, this championship week, in there and, and as you said New York is real good on a, against the run so they're gonna have to pass s- some way too uh I like it as a flex play man I I haven't really been on on the guys train um all year but championship if you've been starting in your flex you can't I feel like you can't go wrong
2: agreed Uh, Mark Andrews mentioned it earlier Uh, He has had a second half Resurgence um, Not having less than 17 points since week 10 Uh, He did miss a week Um, Still not getting to the end zone As much as we would like to see But he is fourth in end zone targets Since week 10 And getting 23 23 targets in the the red zone And 13 targets in the end zone Uh, Yep So I got him as a tight end one this week
0: I can dig it. Can you dig it?
2: Yes, I can. What's the next game we got? Boom, boom, boom. Is this the last game? No, no, no. We got Cincinnati Bengals at the Houston Texans. Of course, I do not like Ryan Finley. Uh, Giovanni Bernard. Uh, Last week, he had his first kind of decent game. Not kind of decent game. His first good games in a long time since probably like week 10. So, do you think that was an outlier week against a good Pittsburgh defense? and do you think it was just Pittsburgh is just on the downturn? Or do you trust them more, against a good Houston offense? I mean, a good Houston defense?
0: I, I think it was more so like they were actually in the game. It was, a, you know what I'm saying, where they wasn't really getting blowed out or anything. So, they gave them the opportunity to, to run their actual game, script, their game flow and give him some carries. So that's what I, I think is predicated on. So if you believe um this going to be a game that they're going to be in, looking at their both of their record, it should be a decent game where nobody gets up by a lot. And uh Bernard should get those touches out the background. Um I like them as uh I like him as a running back two with some running back one upside.
2: How you feel those? You muted
0: definitely don't expect
1: him to replicate what he did last week, but I definitely think he should be a fine flex play. I have him down at 25. So a high end flex um, because they are going against the Texans who are allowing the fourth most points to the position over the last five weeks. You know, we saw Jonathan Taylor just absolutely destroy them two weeks Um, two, two times in three weeks. So, you know, they're that's where you could beat them at pretty much anywhere, but definitely uh, on the ground. So, yeah, I have him down as a high in flex, and they are, just to set a line, Houston is eight-and-a-half-point favorites, and it's a 46-point over-under.
2: Yeah, um, and he's not getting as many targets as he as he normally is accustomed to either. I don't think he's had over five targets since week – I was looking it up – since week 12. Week 11. Yeah, over five targets. Yeah. He had five in week 11, so, yeah. yeah um on to the you trust any of the wide receivers they all, i mean
0: do you trust the quarterback is the question <laughs> no I
1: don't. definitely don't trust the quarterback like he, right. he it seemed like he had a great game last week but he didn't look good as a pass he got everything mm-hmm. on the ground bro that shit mm-hmm. was so weird seeing him <laughs> ball like that bro
2: it was cool. oh i
1: hate that game so much oh my god it's over move on it's anyway,
0: over. anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. so all right so. so Let's just cut to the chase. Would you start Higgins or Boyd in your flex? You know, you're not really feeling comfortable with your wide receiver one, two, three, but are you feeling comfortable with them in your flex?
1: Well, Boyd, we have to pay attention to practice reports because he did Mm -hmm. go out with a concussion and that was on a Monday night game. So it's going to be close to see if he can make, you know, clear the protocol before Sunday. Mm -hmm. So, but if if he does play, I think that him or Higgins should be okay in the flex um higgins i would prefer more he only has two double digit point weeks since week 10 but he's still seeing solid vol- volume in that span with eight targets a game um texans are allowing a lot of points to receivers fifth most over the last five weeks so you know with the matchup and the volume, projected volume i think that he could be a you know solid flex option for you
2: uh yeah but that's pretty much all i would want from that side of the ball on, <clears throat> on the definitely other side aj
1: green bro definitely not did you know that he put he has goose egg three times
2: since week 10 bro
1: <laughs> like bro i did that's with like targets too bro like literally not even a catch in those games
2: we, we thought he was a steal too
1: yeah <laughs> we we thought people were being so disrespectful last year like what
2: <laughs> yeah to take aj bro
0: look look we that needed to be another category, Gabe. I thought he was a steal. <laughs> Facts. That's a good idea. Right,
2: yes, you're
1: actually that's actually a great idea right there.
2: Um on the other side of the ball, we got Deshaun Watson. Uh, Start. Of course in a but the am uh, now the Cincinnati, you think they just got up for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Yes. All right. So you rolling them out there. Uh David Johnson, uh Carlos and, and, Mitchell.
0: And on one hand Big Ben has looked terrible to, like, horrible, she Has mm. three defenses he have played. So, I wouldn't just go in and be like, Cincinnati defense is on the uptick. You know, that whole offense has looked terrible the last three weeks as well.
1: You ever wanted to puke after watching a, a half of football, bro? Like, go back and watch that Pittsburgh game if you haven't already. <laughs> Big Ben looked that bad, bro, and I literally want to punch my TV. <laughs> I know you were over there.
2: I was so mad, bro. Like, bro,
1: what is going shit, on, man. bro? Well, you know, we both are talking shit, but, you know, hey, I'm a graceful loser, though. You know what I mean? I will congratulate anybody that beats me, man, especially the homie.
2: Cincinnati is 10th uh, <clears throat> in fantasy points given up to the running back position. And like you mentioned on the last episode, they're finally giving David Johnson the targets um, that he's supposed to get. Oh, I think it said in a group message. Maybe not an episode. Yeah, uh, kind of a group
0: message.
2: 11 targets caught all 11 of them for 106 yards. Um, Tethered on to eight carries for 27 yards. He just didn't get into the end zone. Um, how do you feel about David Johnson this week?
0: David Johnson. Right.
2: Yeah, he's back. Right.
1: Yeah, definitely got to start him, especially if Duke um, is out again. Like he's, he should see around that. I don't know if he'll see 11 targets, but I mean, I, it's kind of it's hard to see them going away from him after what he did last week, like. 11 for 11 for 106 yards bro that's that's awesome mm-hmm. bingo's also allowing the ninth most points to running backs over the last five weeks so i mean he's you got to start he's been pretty solid i think he's only had one week outside of the top 24 running backs this year so he's been pretty solid for you She he ain't like the david johnson of old but he hasn't hurt you
2: he was the steal
1: yeah
2: uh brandon cook's do you trust Brendan cooks against in this matchup seven I, targets last week after missing the week before
1: i do trust him he's um he's seen 15 targets combined over the last his last two games since fuller was suspended um he's given you solid production but he just hasn't scored a touchdown so he's still been yeah. putting up like nine points in that span so bingos have been surprisingly solid versus receivers over the last five weeks they're allowing the third fewest points to the position so um I mean, something to you know, keep an eye on there. But I think you could still trust him as like a back end wide receiver too. I mean, when he has a floor of seven targets,
0: I I, I like him more just to be safe as a three. But I, I can see why you would put him as a two. Yeah, you know, Deshaun has nobody to throw to, so he should get his targets and volume. But just to be safe, I like it as a wide receiver three.
2: Kiki QT, uh, balance back. <clears throat> In the okay game had five catches, fifty-three yards and a touchdown last week. Do you trust rolling him out there as wide receiver three? I know what you just said about uh what the Cincinnati is giving up to the uh wide receivers as far as fantasy points go.
0: I like him as a, a flex play. I feel like Houston was down by a large margin last week, so he was able to get a little bit more volume and tick, but if if that's, that's about it. I'm, I'm kind of shaky on, on QT. I feel like there are some better safe plays. You know, if you do play, I'm gonna like no more as a flex, but I do feel like there are better guys out there.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree with that, man, because he's been averaging 16.6 points since Fuller went out, but he's doing it on six targets a game. So he is, you know, and I
0: touchdowns
1: exactly so the touch he has the touchdown deodorant so that is what i saw that i had to go look at the expected production that i talked about a little bit earlier in the beginning of the year four point over his expected points per game in that span so he is probably going to see some reg- he might it might not be this week but it's very possible that he could start seeing some regression this week
0: right yeah. so handle him with care
1: know. Yeah. especially what like gabe just mentioned like bingos are solid against receivers so
2: Chad Hint Chad Hanson. Um, I don't like Chad Hansen this week. Uh, showed he showed us a floor last week, and uh, that's 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 good enough to scare me away. Uh, we talked about Jordan Aikens. Uh, two back to back weeks with six targets. There uh, so do you, you feeling comfortable starting him this week? Then since he's- not
1: comfortable. It was just over that option we were talking about. Who who were we comparing him to? Uh, wasn't so, it Tyler Higby and it was Dan Arnold. So like yeah, like I would probably. That's around the range you're looking at, like, you know, if you're looking at starting Atkins because – or Akins. I keep saying his name wrong.
2: Uh, I don't even know how to say it.
0: Yeah, I'm not not really feeling it, but, you know, the market. uh, The only – for example, the only places where I'm thinking about starting um, Jordan Atkins is where I got um, Higby. (laughs) <laughs> that's the only place I'm thinking about starting him is areas where I got Higby so. Yo, shout out to Higby
1: coming through for a playoff yeah, Higby, man Higby,
2: right play a play yeah,
0: him at what Ebron ain't come through he helped you get to the playoffs yeah. he came come through last week but you know give was, I ain't caught him Ebron all year so it, it was it was, it was worrisome
1: for a minute too I think he was sitting on like zero for a whole half Higby bro, So he came through at the end
2: um let's see that's it for that game right yep. anything else Nope. On to the latest last game of the show? Oh, got two more. Two more? Yep. Uh Chicago Bears at the Jacksonville Jaguars you got a line.
1: Chicago is 9 point favorites 47 point over under.
2: 47 so it's not it's not too bad of a game. Mr. Biskey man has looked okay looked like he wants to like try to f- find his way back into a job next year. Uh I that would be crazy if you if he did that. Um now since week 12 25 18 34 20 so and he's done that against us, a pretty good uh, Green Bay defense and then uh, uprising Minnesota defense, and then two bad defenses. He did what he was supposed to do. So he get another bad. That is crazy. Mr. Biskey could be a league winner. Wow. Hold on. Uh, what do you think about looking at? He 14, I 14 think points it, last week. I could have sworn he had a better game last week. He had 20. Not,
0: I mean, just just watching it nah, nah. He, he had a uh, 13.5. Yeah. It's just I'm watching at wrong the game. Meet, man. He he looked okay while watching the game, but after the game, when you looked at the stats fantasy-wise, you was like, that's it. Cause he he felt like he did more. He did, but hmm. um hmm. I would feel kind of shaky weird. uh star Miss Trubisky, even maybe in the quarterback's two leagues, cause you see he could get you 14-15, they could just give Montgomery the ball 32 times. Yeah. And in and, and yeah. a game like that, and a game against Jacksonville, I'm kind of worried this is a David Montgomery game and Mr. Trubisky is just going to take a back seat. Yeah. I feel comfortable
2: in two QB leagues about Mr. Trubisky.
0: Yeah, two QB leagues uh, would
1: feel super so, cool. so I'm start him over, like, Russell Wilson, if I could. Oh, <laughs> they got to be cap. Good. What do you mean, bro? His really? lowest point total is higher than what Russell Wilson did last week, and now he's going against the Rams this week, bro? I would start Trubisky over Russell Wilson, and my ranks show that.
2: Name of the episode, I will start Trubisky over Russell Wilson. I have Mitchell Trubisky at 11 right now, Russell Wilson at 12.
0: Hmm, interesting. Okay.
2: Yeah, so why are you talking about Q- two QB leads? In? Yeah, I mean, that that was before I knew he had 14 and a half points last week. I was like, hold on a second. Yeah, that's, that's pretty weird. to down. But I mean, they,
1: this is a great matchup. They're allowing the eighth most points over the last five weeks. But I mean, he does, uh, Javar does present a good point about um, just, just being a David Montgomery game.
2: That's yeah, so of course, we're gonna start David Montgomery, man, the real league winner of all league winners. Now, what's that? Uh, 20 point games every week since week 20. I mean, it was since week 12,
0: right? That's the, I mean, that's that's that, that dude. That, I don't that, know what he did when he got injured, bro, but like it's
1: crazy.
2: He's like a whole new running back since he's came back. The real Fuller. No, <laughs>
0: Then when uh, miss Trubisky came back too, that's when he started playing. The whole offense looked better when Miss Trubisky came back. So I don't know if that's- or when
2: they changed the play calling. When uh, right. what should call it? Stop uh, calling plays,
0: bro. You know what's yeah. crazy though, bro.
1: You remember in the beginning of the year when I sent that little picture to the group chat, bro, about um the Jonathan Taylor has feet, the feet of Montgomery, and the <laughs> you know uh, the vision of Montgomery, the looseness yeah. of Montgomery. Oh, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. we've come a long way since then, bro, because now that actually looks good. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they're both looking great right now, bro. That shit's crazy, man, how fast things change.
0: I'm loving it. I think I got Montgomery for Robert Woods, so. Yeah, good. I was actually Man, trying to I get him. Before the,
1: I was trying to get him everywhere before the year started, but I kind of like backed off once he started so slow.
0: Yeah, Tonyo tried to start getting him everywhere, but it's like Tony, you wait till you have back to back twenty point games, then to try to get him. Don't wait then. Don't yeah, <laughs> wait. Oh, he's going off. Let me get him. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry like that, bro.
2: <laughs> Allen Robinson had his lowest target since Mr. Biscay been back with five last week um, against Minnesota. But I'm still feeling confident rolling him out there as being just the favorite target for Mr. Bisky as a wide receiver, probably like uh, maybe not a wide receiver one this week, but like back, back in wide receiver one, maybe like twelve, um, thirteen, like on the cusp.
0: Mm, I can dig it. Now I think i more so like him in a wide receiver two conversation, but he's he the volume is key, so I can I can dig it.
2: Uh, that is pretty much all I want from that side of the field. I do want to
0: speak on Daryl Mooney. Um, this is a guy to watch out for. He has his stats don't really show what he has done this year because uh, Nick Foles cannot throw deep and has missed him on a lot of plays. But uh, there's actually a video clip on YouTube where you can go type in his name and <laughs> look at like uh, all of the plays where he's been missed on. The dude is getting the open, the dude can run a route. So this is somebody he's on the come Dynasty Bio. So, uh, be he's
1: on the lookout for this guy because add in he's one of those players you can add into you know a back end of a deal. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really looking for like that. But I do think y'all missed something on Allen Robinson. Have y'all 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 don't buy into the revenge game narrative? Mm. Nah, I, put li- I put a little bit of weight on it, man, because you know, I think uh I think he wants to go in, go off against the Jaguars. And it does help that they are pretty bad against receivers, allowing the eighth most over the last five weeks. So I'm just going to chalk that up last week. And he still put up 10 points last week. So, I mean, he didn't hurt you at all last week. So, I, I think I'm just going to chalk that up to a an outlier. And I'm starting him as a wide receiver one still. All right. You
2: like Cole Clement?
1: I do like Cole Clement, man. He played every single snap last week.
2: Amazing. He only got two targets, though.
1: He did. He did only get two targets. So I guess. Are you talking
0: about for future-wise
1: or this, this week?
2: I I was about this week in general. Yeah,
1: I have him as a back end tight end one at tight end 12. Just because of the matchup. I mean, with him seeing all the snaps, like Mm -hmm. he's gonna get he's gonna get some targets. I mean, hopefully he doesn't it's not like last week. We only gets two, but against the Jaguars, man, I'm fine starting
2: him there. A much better matchup, exactly. On the other side of the ball, we got Gardner Minshew going against that Bears defense. I don't want any part of that. Uh, James Robinson is not going to practice all week, and the first time he gets hit is probably going to be by like Khalil Max. So, how's that going to work out for him?
0: That's tough, fine. bro. Running back, I still find him at running back, too. He's getting the volume on on the ground and in the air. And if they do happen to score a touchdown, it's going to be by that guy.
2: Two I back to yeah. back weeks without uh 13 points, too. Um, after being a uh, top five running back all year. So, and the high ankle spring that just put Raheem Muster out for the rest of the year. I don't know why. Like, I I feel like he, they might pull a late no start because they have nothing to do. There, there's point to start him. Yeah. They, they I snubbed know. him on the Pro Bowl. They snubbed him on the Pro Bowl. Um, do did you, did you see all these Pro Bowl snubs? It's weird. James Robinson didn't make the Pro Bowl. That's crazy. That's insane, bro. Calvin Ridley didn't make the Pro Bowl.
1: And it's crazy. Well, I don't know about what, what's going on, really. I think he's he's going to end up in a Pro Bowl somehow. So, you know, it's always some you know
0: how the injuries go. Super
1: Bowl yeah. thing and all Someone's that. But I don't think they're actually
2: playing, though. I don't think they're actually playing. Oh, uh, for real. I think they just like just like, it's a virtual Pro Bowl or something crazy like that. Maybe yeah. like how they did a horse for basketball or something stupid.
1: Exactly. But... For James Robinson, I feel like if he was one of these top running backs picked, like, he would be in the Pro Bowl, bro. Like, he's literally Mm -hmm. done everything with nothing around him, bro. Like, undrafted. Quarterback carousel, like, bro, like a horrible offense, bro. He's been the constant, bro. So it's literally no excuse. They need to change this voting process or something, bro, because
0: politics he
1: definitely deserves to be in a pro bowl. It's ridiculous.
2: Politics. Yeah, right, right,
0: right. Politics. It might be the team he on, too. If he was in mm-hmm. L.A. somewhere, he might have got the shine.
2: Uh, DJ Shark is now entering that I, don't, I can't trust him territory now, especially like championship week.
0: Uh, I feel more comfortable now. Minshew is here, but he's going up against the Bears. You he hasn't brought you to the playoffs, uh, uh, so you know you probably been playing without DJ Shark. So you can probably go another week without DJ Shark. Yeah. If you happen to play the guy no higher than your flex.
1: Yeah, I'm not trying to play him at all. Mm-mm. If if it is, it's going to be in the flex. Let me see where I have him at right now. I have him at. Oof. got him down at number 40 right now bro bad matchup bad matchup seven points two point six, five, six, seven. last five games bro like yes. he's not doing anything he's and not it's definitely worth so
2: yeah I, i'm not trying to start him this week uh so if you don't want to start dj chart would you start any other pass catchers nope. no not really uh, me either that's the same thing i said that's what i got on my notes um, so we're on to the oh, the massacre, uh, the Sunday the Sunday afternoon massacre. Top three pick, top three, pit, top three pick, baby. Pit. Hey, we about to get obliterated. Yeah, it's gonna be so awesome to watch though. I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these, are,
0: these are Falcons fans going for the tank. If you...
1: Ten and a Fal- half point underdogs, fifty-four point over under. Ooh.
2: Are they gonna beat us about that? Or is Matt Ryan? going, No, nah, he's not scoring against that defense.
0: Nah, that defense. I think it's a trap We game. put
2: points up. I think we could put points up.
0: We always put points up. We just don't know how to close within. They're the saying
2: Julio might play too.
1: Yeah, if he plays, and Matt Ryan is in play, also, I think.
2: So, how do you feel about Matt Ryan without Julio? I know you mentioned how you think it's a trap game, yeah. bro. Without Julio, I do
1: think it's a trap. Um, he did perform last week versus a solid Tampa Bay team. And he does get another good matchup with the Chiefs, allowing the fifth-most points to the position over the last five weeks. But the last time we saw him travel west um, against the Chargers, he put up 10 points. So, I think he, I mean, I think he could be okay as a QB2 in a Superflex league, but I just think people are seeing Kansas City high over under. You know what I mean? Underdogs, so they're going to have to throw. But I think this could be one of those games where he has multiple turnovers Cause they're playing on the road, and if Julio doesn't play, then I definitely don't think his, his, he has a ceiling this week. So, QB two in super flex but I'm not. I'm not trusting him in um, single quarterback leagues.
2: I definitely see Matt Ryan turning the ball over multiple times. Exactly.
1: Said, this it seems like that game. I don't know, bro. Like it's just. I yeah, could be, be wrong, but him.
2: I don't trust Matt Ryan. Yeah.
0: I, I'm. I'm. I'm putting him in there, bro. I, Quarterback two leagues, for sure. Quarterback one leagues, I can understand if you have a, a better position you can pivot to, but quarterbacks two leagues, you have no choice but to start the guy who should be in your Trubisky start. Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan. And quarterback two leagues, I'm going.
2: Mitchell, yeah, Matt Ryan. But I thought you just uh-huh, said you uh, had Mitch Trubisky at, week t- at, at 12. I thought you said uh, No, no, Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. I would go Trubisky. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Gurley is well no running backs i want from the falcons then we talk about that calvin ridley of this um i would tip must start I, you still got me in your it must start but i'm just saying as far as ranking wise
0: Hell uh, yeah wide receiver one he's going to get out of volume bro there but
2: if julio people. plays
0: even if yeah. julio plays he's right. that guy bro like yeah right he the he's definitely
1: he's a top five option
0: for me if he doesn't play He's another uh, uh, Waffle House, bro, So he's always open.
2: Russell Gage 10 targets last week against Tampa Bay, kept five of them for 68 yards, and he got into the end zone. Um, I know Carlos doubts Russell keeps doubting Russell Gage, and he's just like I feel like the one week Carlos says it's okay to start Russell Gage is gonna be the week that it's not okay to start Russell Gage.
0: Well, I'm gonna let Carlos say it. I say it. I will to talk then. I think
2: <laughs> I knew he was going I knew he to say
0: it. I think it's OK. You can fire him up in, in your flex and he should give you uh, his ceiling, is wide receiver, two numbers and this floor. It sh- should be no no less than wide receiver, three numbers. This, of course, <laughs> if Julio is not playing, if Julio is playing, pivot. But yeah. if Julio is not playing, I, I like him. He's-, he's getting his targets more than seven targets if Julio is not playing. So I can buy into that. He's Mohamed Sanu. Yeah, I won't say if he's a starter sit,
1: but I will say that he is averaging 8.3 targets over the last three games, 15 half PPR points, and is the number 12 wide receiver in that span. So do with that as you will.
2: <laughs> oh shit. Hey, we call hey. <laughs> hey, it bro. Um Hayden Hurst got into the end zone, like I mentioned last week. Um uh, he's going up against uh what's his name? The honey badger. I do not like him this week. I do uh, not like.
0: Yes, please stay away. Do yeah, not like
1: depends me. who your other options are. So like let's say him or No. Mm.
0: Mm. I hope you ain't gotta yeah. make that decision.
2: Is Julio playing or not playing? Not playing.
0: All right, I'll take Hers but i don't want uh, no
2: parts man. i ain't confident in it how about if rudolph
1: is out again Hearst or irv smith mm. Hurst. Mm. it's still
2: gross oh that's gross Jeez. these are dilemmas that people might be facing though man hopefully not not in championship week, bro you probably right. yes this is i'm pretty sure there's a lot of teams that streamed a position It's that's common yeah yeah that's true you know i mean i got a b squad everywhere else though
0: I might have to go Hurst. I feel like I feel like the Falcons gonna throw a little bit more than Minnesota, so I guess Hurst.
2: Yeah, it's just the offense at that point. I'm just trusting more in the offense, which no. I don't trust.
1: Then with the projected games for it, like they are expecting it to be a lot of points scored, and the Chiefs are allowing the third most points to the position over the last five weeks, so I think he's in the streaming conversation this week. I can
2: dig do. Uh, let's see. On the other side of the ball, start everybody.
1: Uh you definitely start in Mahomes, <laughs> you're definitely starting Hill, you're definitely starting Kelsey. The two players I would talk about is Watkins and Bill.
2: Yeah, I want to talk about Bill. Um the Falcons, like we all like I always mention are pretty stout against around top five Russian defense and uh-huh. we already Seen, uh, Le'Veon Bell just not look. You know, so he did look better. I'm not gonna lie, he did look better last week when I saw him getting most of the, t- uh, the touches, but it, it still didn't amount to much. He got 15 touches, 62 yards on the ground, and he got into the end zone, which saved the day. Um, I I don't know how much of that work he'll get. Um, Leonard Fournette day was saved by those two red zone. I mean, those two goal line touchdowns. So if he didn't get those, he would have had a, a subpar day too. So. I don't know how many times they'll be on the goal line and able to just force Le'Veon Bell to ball because of the, how, how f- high flying that offense is going to be and how many touch passing touchdowns they're going to throw on the Falcons trash ass defense. So uh, that would be the reason I would temper my expectations on everybody. Like, oh, Le'Veon Bell's on the defense. Let's just uh, fire him up. How
0: about this? How about this? How about this? Before you go into Le'Veon Bell or Henderson from the Rams,
2: who are they playing again?
0: Rams are playing
2: Seattle.
1: I think I would go Bell. I got right. Bell at nineteen, Henderson at twenty-two.
0: Bell or Giovanni Bernard.
1: Bell, Bell, Bell or McKissick. Oh, that one's close. I have McKissick one spot higher, assuming Gibson doesn't play. Yeah.
0: Okay, so so Bell is in the rank. I might
2: like. Yeah, you know, I think I might like McKissick. The only thing I think Bell could sneak it into the end zone just because of how many times they're going to score.
1: Exactly. Like, you know, he's going to be a volume play this week. Mm-hmm. Um, We know that ATL Atlanta is tough on the ground against running backs, but he he's going to see passing work. And like you said, he's going to have a great chance to score this week. And uh Atlanta is allowing the fifth most receptions to running backs over the last five weeks. so yeah. Yeah. He's expecting to be a workhorse this week. I mean, of course, Daryl Williams is going to be mixed in, but I mean... With it being such a high over-under, they're at home. So I think he'll have a good chance to um, score for you.
0: Yeah, like he should be in uh, some people's lineups this week for sure.
2: How you like Mikko Harman. I think maybe like DFS play.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a DFS. You know anybody, any receiver can go off against the Falcons. We've seen it mm-hmm. countless times. And that's why I got Watkins down. Like if you, if you're like – if you need – some upside this week if you're like a heavy underdog you know you squeaked into the championship you weren't supposed to be there you need an upside play this week Watkins is somebody that you could look for um they're allowing 11 most points to receivers over the last five weeks and we just saw ab have his best game of the year as a buck last week against them so low floor high ceiling flex play for me
0: mm-hmm. i can dig and it of course you're gonna start
2: to go travis kelsey
1: What's you talking about? Like the number, what the leading receiving, leading receiver yards? Like, bro, this dude is a receiver playing tight
2: end. Yeah, I think he's like number three wide receiver in fantasy right now. It's so awesome. Did you you notice like he does a little uh Tony Gonzalez move where he catches it and then he turns around and man, like
1: boxes man. like he squares up and then he makes his move, bro? You know, Tony Gonzalez probably taught him that, bro.
2: Three, four extra yards every pop, bro. That dude is a monster, bro. Such a cheat code all right man that's it that's the end of the episode Yeah,
1: championship
2: week man hopefully we come back with well hopefully they we all come back with some kind of a smile on our face the next time we hear uh try to put something special together saturday morning or something like that um yeah man merry christmas it's yep. time is what everybody been waiting for man if you've been riding along this wave this long man appreciate y'all
1: let's get it He's champion, champion,
2: um, champion. Um, Peace. Peace. Shout out to the yeah, Not shout out to the